0: amen. So in the early 1500s, so over 500 years ago, there was a Spanish explorer by the name of Hernan Cortes. Spain was trying to find a new land, and Cortez was asked by the king of Spain to go and conquer the Aztec Empire. He was given 600 soldiers of troops to help him in this battle to overtake this empire, 11 ships he was given by the king, and he was sent to what we know as modern-day Mexico. When they entered the Yucatan Peninsula, Cortez was very aware how difficult this battle was going to be. They were going to be outnumbered. Again, they only had 600 soldiers, only 11 ships, and the Aztec Empire were multitudes more than they were. And so, as they're entering into this peninsula, they, them arriving, they knew they were outnumbered. And Cortez, the leader of these 600 troops, said to them to make sure they were fully engaged and making sure that they're hundred percent committed to go into this battle he asked them a question he said to them are you ready for battle and the 600 troops said yes we are and Cortez taking a look at them knew that wasn't enough again they were outnumbered he knew that wasn't enough and so he looked at the men again and he said Are you ready for battle? And all 600 men off the ships on the shore said, Yes, we are ready for battle. So he told all the men to take everything off the ships, take all the gear, all the horses, all the supplies, take everything off the ships, unload the ships, everything off the 11 ships, and spread them on this peninsula that we're on right now. And then he looked upon the 600 people, all the ships, he looked in the background, he saw the empire of of the Aztecs behind them, he saw all the gear and all the men on the ship, and he asked them again, are you ready for battle? And they said, yes, we are. And he said, burn the ships. And he said, burn the ships. Because he knew we're not going back home. We're not leaving this place until we win. If they burned the ships, in case they were struggling during this battle that they're going into with the Aztec Empire, they had nowhere to go. They couldn't go back to a former way of life. They couldn't get on the ships and go back to their homeland where there is no fight, no battle. And so they burned the ships. All 60 ships. All 11 ships, I'm sorry, were burned. And guess what? They won the battle. Two years later, they fought and worked really hard every day, knowing we cannot go, we have no other choice. We have to win. And so today you may be thinking, Father, thank you for the history lesson. And what does this have to do with today? What does it have to do with Palm Sunday? And brothers and sisters, this is not just a historical event but this historical event has to do with another historical event that we just heard about in today's gospel 2,000 years ago. Today's gospel we heard about Jesus enters into Jerusalem today on a donkey and all the people that are there are ready for battle. We heard them, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. What these people as Jesus entering into Jerusalem what they're saying is let's go to battle Let's overthrow the Romans finally Jesus our Savior is here We're going to fight We're going to take over our territory. We're no longer going to be bullied by the Romans. Yes, Jesus. Let's go to battle Jesus says that's not the kind of battle that I'm going into as I'm entering into Jerusalem Yes, Jesus, you're my Lord, you're my Savior, Hosanna the highest. Yes, you're our king. We take our cloaks off, we throw them on the floor, we surrender to you. You're our king. Let's fight this battle. And Jesus says, but that's not the battle I'm coming to fight. I am a king, but not the type of king you think I'm going to be. Not an earthly king to take over the Romans. I'm a king for a different kind of kingdom, which is a kingdom in heaven. And if you want to follow me to this battle, burn the ships that are getting in the way of you following me to the kingdom, which is going to lead to heaven. Burn the ships. That's not what we want, Jesus. That's not the kind of king we're looking for, Jesus. We're not interested in your teachings, Jesus. We don't want to burn the ships. And so these same people, 2,000 years ago, who said to Jesus, Hosanna in the highest, you're my Lord, you're my Savior, waving branches, which is a sign of submission, we surrender to you, Jesus, we surrender. Jesus says, burn your ships. And those same people, a few days later, are the same people who say, crucify him. Crucify him. We don't want to burn our ships. We don't want that kind of battle. We don't want to burn the ships that are going to get in the way of our relationship with you. We want an earthly king. You're not meeting our expectations, Jesus. We're not burning the ships. In fact, we'll burn you. We'll burn you at the stake when you're crucified. And so, brothers and sisters, as we enter into this holy week, today we're celebrating and we're waving our our branches and we're singing and we're dancing But today we are entering, starting tomorrow, into Holy Week. What that means is today we're happy, but tomorrow we enter into Holy Week. That means as we're waving our branches and we're clapping and we're saying, Jesus, Son of David, Hosanna the Highest, you're my Lord, you're my Savior, that means we're going to follow Jesus to the cross this week. We'll be following Jesus to the cross this week. And brothers and sisters, how we enter into this week starting tomorrow will determine what happens after Holy Week. Many of us want to go back to our former way of life. We want to go back to the ships we have burned during Lent, which got in the way of my relationship with Jesus, my Lord, my Savior, Hosanna in the highest. We want to go back to a comfortable life. And Jesus is saying, burn the ships. We start this week, how we enter into this week, like I said, and how we enter into this week, and and we get rid of these, these, uh, these, these, these ships that we have burned during Lent, but are we willing to engage in battle after Lent when Jesus, with Jesus, so we can get to heaven? Right? We call in the church, this upcoming Wednesday is called Spy Wednesday. It's the day that Judas Iscariot spies on Jesus and sees him at a distance and goes back to the chief priest and says, I found him. Here's your silver, they say to him. So he's a traitor. And are we entering into that day? Are we going to go out this week with our friends? Holy Thursday, this upcoming Thursday is the Last Supper. Are we going to enter into the Last Supper? Are we really going to learn from Jesus what he wants to teach us? So when Lent is over, we can still follow him and get to heaven. The Last Supper on Holy Thursday, right? It's the day the day before Jesus dies. It's a sad day. It's a cold day. Our, what are we going to do on Holy Thursday? Hey, let's go out. Let's meet up. Good Friday, right? Uh, Pilate uh, arrests, uh, puts judgment on Jesus. Jesus is stripped. He's scourged. He's crowned with thorns. He's crucified. He carries the cross. What is our, Holy Friday going to look, our, our Good Friday going to look like this Friday? Again, we're going to visit a couple churches, let's meet up, we'll go to this place in Birmingham, let's have sushi. That's not celebrating Good Friday. How are we entering into this Holy Week? How we enter into this Holy Week determines what the rest of our lives after Holy Week will look like. And we're ready today. Again, here we are 2,000 years later. Like I said, Jesus is our leader. He's standing at the shore today, right? The same shore that Cortez was standing on. So Jesus is here 2,000 years later. He's our leader. He's standing on the shore, and Jesus is 100% committed today on Palm Sunday to go to the cross to go to Calvary, to wage war against the devil and all of his helpers, to defeat the world, to conquer the enemy, to win us back to the Father. And he looks at us today and he says, are you ready? Are you ready? Am I ready for battle? And we say, yes, we are ready for battle. We are ready to go into this holy week with you, Jesus. And he says, burn the ships. Burn the ships of laziness as I enter into this week of sadness, of coldness, of bitterness, of rejection. Burn the ships of distraction. What's going to distract you of entering into this week? Destroy and burn the ship of pleasure and entertainment. Burn the ship, Brian. Burn the ship, St. Thomas. Burn the ships to really go into battle. And again, brothers and sisters, if we don't burn these ships and enter into Holy Week more closely, then we won't learn from Jesus what the other ships, what other ships need to be burned after Lent, which could cost us our salvation. We can go back into this former way of life, being impure, going back to this former way of life. Jesus is saying that former way of life should be burned, should be destroyed, Jesus this week washes the disciples feet including Judas who destroys them, rejects them, backstabs him and he looks at you and me this Holy Week and he says, burn the ship of pride. Look how humble I am. I'm washing my disciples feet. You're not willing to do that. It's pride. Burn the ship of pride. Jesus this week teaches us to forgive our enemies. When He forgave us from the cross, and He said to the Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. And Jesus looks at you and me today, and He says, burn the ship of unforgiveness. For God's sake already, burn the ship of unforgiveness. And if you don't, it could cost you your salvation. Jesus this week was falsely accused. He wasn't guilty of anything. Jesus was falsely accused. And he endured the cross even though he was innocent. And he looks at me and you this holy week and he says, burn the ships of revenge and retaliation, trying to get back at the people who have falsely accused you. Burn the ships. Jesus this week teaches us what true love looks like, what real sacrifice looks like. That's love. It doesn't feel good. Jesus did not have butterflies in his stomach when he was dying for us. But that's true love. So my love is running short. Jesus looks at me and you this week. He says, burn the ship. A fake sacrifice. Real sacrifice hurts. Get out of your comfort zone is what Jesus is saying. Jesus shows us this week what God's will looks like sometimes and what God's will feels like sometimes. It's not easy, it doesn't feel good again. And Jesus says this week to you and me, burn the ship of control and anxiety which you're holding on to for dear life. Finally, Jesus this week will teach us what real poverty looks like. He died with just a cloth around his private area. And he looks at me and you today and he says, burn the ship of materialism. You can't take it with you. Burn the ship of status. You can't take it with you. Burn the ship of money. You can't take it with you. And follow me. Brothers and sisters, the Jews in today's gospel went from Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. To a few days later, crucify him. Crucify him. And the more we enter this holy week, into this Holy Week. The more we enter into it, the more we will learn from Jesus on how to enter, how he entered the ultimate battle with the devil and all of his helpers as he approached the cross so we can get to heaven. And many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the Most Holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in your soul, in my soul? A soul that will burn the ships of laziness, distraction, pleasure and entertainment during Holy Week. So we can really enter into Holy Week and learn from Jesus, the captain of the ships of humility, forgiveness, and sacrifice, after Easter, so we can get to heaven. Will Jesus find a soul that will not burn the ships of laziness, distraction, pleasure, and entertainment during Holy Week? Therefore, preventing us from from boarding the ships of humility, forgiveness, and sacrifice with Captain Jesus after Easter... Brothers and sisters, as always, the choice is yours. And so we sit here for a minute. We ask ourselves, what ships is Captain Jesus asking me to burn now, today, so I can be with him and the remainder of the Trinity after I die, when I get to heaven? Amen? (laughs) Amen.